0: everyone and welcome to another InstaViews. I am Saskia, the assistant editor of Voice. Hope you're all doing well and if you're anything like me then you really cannot believe that Christmas is next weekend. November crawled by but December has seemed to flown into our lives at full speed and it's kind of scary. Today I am going to be joined by Linus Karp again writer and performer of How To Live A Jellico Life, which is going on tour again in 2022, and we're all really excited about it. I've seen the show and I'm excited, so I just can imagine how excited everybody else is. Um, Linus is gonna be talking to us about the tour and some other fabulous cat gelical stuff. <laughs> so let's bring Linus on. Hello.
1: Hi, Saskia, how nice to <laughs>
0: Lovely to see you again too, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm keeping jellical.
0: <laughs> how- <laughs> I'm good, thank you, trying to live my most jellical life as well.
1: And I, I mean, I think you've achieved it. I mean, if you're watching, Saskia has written an, uh, an incredible book, I've written Revolution. congratulations. Oh,
0: <laughs> thank you. This is supposed to be about you, not about me.
1: I mean, I think you need some of the limelight. <laughs> And you're living such a Jellicle life. I think that needs to be highlighted.
0: (laughs) Well, you've inspired me to be more Jellicle since seeing your show, so. (laughs) And do I notice that you're wearing the cat collar?
1: Mm, I very much am, yes. Uh. (laughs) This is my day-to-day wear now. (laughs) Uh.
0: (laughs) So, Linus, before we get into it again, can you just introduce yourself for those who may not have seen your previous interviews and tell us a bit about your creative background?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Linus Karp, uh, pronouns he, him. I am an actor and theatre maker from Sweden originally, but I've been living in London now for, I mean, for quite some time, (laughs) eight years, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I set up a theatre company in 2017 where I've been focusing on doing, I guess, fun and weird comedy shows mainly. Um, and, And I'm a very big fan of the 2019 hit movie, musical Cats. (laughs) My latest show will, uh, yeah, will show.
0: Yes, Cats is, I've never known anybody who loves Cats as much as you do, so.
1: (laughs) I don't know, it just, I mean, I watched it and it just took over my life. And since then, I mean, that was the beginning of 2020. So that's like almost two years now. It's just, it's just been my life since then. (laughs)
0: And your show has definitely done better than the film. I said it last time, but now I can say it again with like so much more confidence as well. So...
1: Oh yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad my show was somewhat better reviewed than, uh, than Cats, the film. <laughs> yeah. So
0: before we get into talking about Cats, because it is Christmas next weekend, if you can believe it. Oh, I can't what believe is, it. I know. It's, it's ridiculous how fast the time has gone. But um, what is your most favorite thing about Christmas?
1: Um, I'm, I mean, being with a family, I think that's the the best thing because especially living in London, obviously my parents are still in Sweden. Um, I don't get to see them as often as I'd like a lot of the time. So it's like, yeah, it's just one of those times. Um, and we've actually, we're not doing Christmas presents in my family anymore. Which I think is such a nice thing. <laughs> um, my mother in law is watching, I can see she'll still get a present. Don't worry, Linda. Uh, but <laughs> my direct family, we're not doing presents, um, which is just so nice because I think that just takes the pressure off and we can just like do together, fun stuff together and enjoy each other's company as well. So I think that's being with the family and, and the people you love at Christmas is always uh, yeah, the best thing about Christmas. Well, what's your favorite thing about Christmas?
0: um i'm i don't really have one anymore it hasn't been as fun since being a kid but definitely seeing the family like it's always good to have everybody together and just you know like play games and just catch up and everything so yeah i think definitely the family
1: yeah and it's just one of those i mean like the pressure is just off from like christmas between christmas and new years and you're just like you don't have to do anything you should just like enjoy life and hang out with the people you love you don't like so rarely do you have to do much work or other important things during that time
0: exactly yeah everybody seems to just be winding down before the start of the new year so that's always like a nice feeling
1: yeah, yeah.
0: so how come so you don't do presents anymore what was the thought behind that
1: um i think i think we were all just getting <laughs> tired of it or like <laughs> i mean obviously it's really nice to get presents but uh we're a family of 5 and when we're getting a bit older I mean I'm I'm a creative my sister's well one is a creative one has got quite I mean she's one of them is earning a lot more than I am at least but I think <laughs> we didn't have that much money normally either um so we just thought like it's better to not like spend all that money on presents and instead just doing things together
0: yeah I agree, and presents are such a hassle as well. Everybody's asking everybody what they want and yeah, it's, it's too much hassle.
1: <laughs> exactly, and I feel like, so, I mean, yeah, it's hard to be, be satisfied both ways and sometimes you're like, oh, you gave me this, but I spent so much time and effort on your, face. what is this?
0: <laughs> when you just give somebody a gift card and be like, oh, hey, just do it yourself. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah. not the most um, thought out gift, but I but- understand what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about cats, how to live a jellicle life, I've seen it, you know I loved it. Um, tell us about the show.
1: You refused hmm? to be whipped at the show though.
0: I refused. You tried <laughs> to get me to sing in front of a room of people and that was never going to happen. So,
1: <laughs> i mean, that's I know
0: for next time.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're watching this, don't worry, I'm not going to force anyone to sing at the show. <laughs>
0: He's lying definitely <laughs> lying <laughs> so tell us about the show
1: so um the show is i guess a love letter to to cats but it's also i created the show during lockdown which obviously was i mean for everyone a really miserable and tough time and i wanted to create something that was sort of the opposite um, that was just really fun and enjoyable and also like many people like we were quite lonely in lockdown and i wanted to have a show where that was sort of like, an. Exp- I mean, it's a one person show, of course, but still like with the audience that it was like both interactive, but also uh, that the audience were doing something collectively together in the room rather than just watching a show. Um, to just like, because one of the things I was really missing in lockdown was just like the theater community. Um, so I really wanted to incorporate that. I also, I mean, I'm a queer theater maker myself and I really wanted to make something that was very queer, but still joyful because often like queer queer stories are sad like it's always aids or coming out stories or homophobia (laughs) etc and which obviously is very important to highlight and to show those stories as well Um, but sometimes I feel like I just want to watch queer joy and I just wanted to have a show that was just very queer but still very joyful Um, So I think that's sort of what I really wanted to incorporate into the show and also I'm a big fan of pop culture so I really wanted to include as much pop culture references and you know have judy dench crossed over with lil nas singing together or include like i don't know alexandra burke or jedward and and so on um i don't know how relevant those references are now um, but basically it's just like a lot of fun and even though i of course love the film cats i didn't want it to be I didn't want you to have to have seen Cats or know anything about Cats before watching the show either. I wanted it to just be a fan comedy show. And then if you if you enjoy Cats and have seen Cats, that's just an added bonus, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I hadn't seen Cats before watching your show, but I feel like there's no way I could watch it the same <laughs> way now. I'd just be thinking of you and your show and it would just, it, it, it probably would come across like the best thing ever because of that, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely think you should watch it now.
0: <laughs> it's on like all Sky movies all over Christmas, so maybe.
1: Yeah, I oh. mean, it's a film. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll give, I think I said this last time, but I will do that and watch. Good <laughs> <laughs> so there are loads of cats in Cats, obviously. Which one are you? Which one do you identify with the most?
1: Oh, I mean, I love them all, of course. <laughs> Ideally, I'd have aspects from everyone. But I mean, Mr. Mistoffelees is my favorite cat. Um, he is, I mean, he's magical, and I don't think he can beat that. And I mean, in the stage show, he's also very queer. Like the way he's portrayed is very queer. He even like runs around with a rainbow uh, flag thing at one point, um, and I think that's great. Um, so I think he's definitely my choice. He's, in the film he's also very portrayed as quite awkward and doesn't quite believe in himself but then when all the other cats start believing in him he can actually do all the amazing things do all the magic and I think as a creative that's something you can relate to like <laughs> so it's hard to create these things at home and you're like oh this is gonna be shit and then when you actually get some support from people to have people believe in you that's that's when you can make the magic happen. <laughs> yes
0: very true. Mr Mistopolis is a relatable character for sure.
1: Yeah, relatable <laughs> uh, CGI catch that's yeah.
0: <laughs> well yeah there's that too but I don't want to ruin it so <laughs> yeah so you're going on tour again in 2022. How does it feel?
1: Very exciting, Um I mean very scary and daunting. I'm doing 22 venues <laughs> which is A ridiculous amount like I'm going to so many new cities and so many venues which is super exciting like Mm -hmm. it is quite overwhelming like I don't I haven't been to many of those cities and I don't really know people there so I'm just really hoping it'll still have an audience and obviously it's quite scary in these times with restrictions and theatres having quite a tough time Mm -hmm. I'm just hoping that I mean I've worked too hard on this now for this not to go ahead I'm just really hoping it will all go well and that the audience will still be out there to support and obviously a safe Way, um, but mostly very exciting. I love going to new places and new venues and being on the road.
0: Yeah, and I think people are excited as well. You tagged voice in your um, tweet about you know announcing that you were going on tour, and that thing was going off nonstop. So <laughs> I'm sure you won't have a problem filling seats in any of the venues that you go to. Oh,
1: thank you. I mean it was so nice because I feel like I'm bringing a show back. I wonder if people will still be excited about this. I cats is as new anymore like it's two years old now almost um but luckily yeah like the the reactions to to the announcement and to the trailer and stuff have been so positive and yeah like that's just been wonderful it's been so nice when you like hear hear people in like the cities you haven't been to booking tickets or being excited about the show and so like oh
0: (laughs) yeah and even if the movie is only you know it's been two years like cats is a classic you yeah. Know? So I think people will always be excited about that, and the fact that you're bringing something new to it as well. I just, yeah, I can see why people are excited, and I'm excited for you as well.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> so, what are some of the cities that you're going to this time around?
1: So I'm going to Bristol, mm-hmm. uh, starting from Bristol. Then I'm going to Oxford, Brighton, Corsham, Bath, loads of places. Leicester, Glasgow. London, of course, Manchester, Huddersfield, Belfast, oh. and all the live streams. So even if you're not in, in the UK, you'll still be able to watch it. So, I mean, no excuse to miss it, really. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, you're going to be very, very busy. And how long does the tour go on for? So what are the months that you're...
1: Uh, two months. So I start in January, on the 11th of January, and then carry on until the 11th of March, have uh, the last show in London
0: oh London ending on London is always a good thing exactly
1: <laughs> fun, fun way to end it
0: so have you made any adaptations to the show since your first tour
1: yes I mean I, I always keep updating it and try to keep it I mean I don't know if relevant is the word when it comes to cats but you know, <laughs> keeping it a bit up to date um, and see I mean sometimes I, I've had a few new ideas that I'm going to incorporate as well to keep it fun and fresh. And I had quite a lot of voice problems this summer when I was touring the show as well. So I had to use voiceover uh, mm-hmm. for this. Uh, I'm going to do it all myself again. So um, I had to do some rewrites and, and just speak a bit more.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I think I was at the show where you used um, a voiceover. It was another
1: comedian. Yeah, uh, yeah, so fun and so great. But now I'm cutting her from the show. I mean, she'll still be, <laughs> she'll still appear at some point and she's, she's um, done the choreography for, for the show as well. And her mum actually made the cat suit that I'm wearing for her when she was 14. <laughs> and, and <now>
0: <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I hope that you're going to give us like a whole look towards the end of the interviews. Uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but if you're doing it all yourself this time, then in March in London, you may see another familiar face in the audience.
1: Oh, that would be amazing. How joyful. Yes. so hmm? we'll see if i can get her to sing then
0: oh (laughs) i might start practicing just in case just in case (laughs) so if you were to ever do a cat's christmas special how would that look and what would it consist of
1: oh fun i um so last year i was actually i i had to rework the show for christmas last year actually but then Tier Four happened, to it cancelled. I only managed to do one performance. Um, but then I just, I, I mean, I included like the Christmas dance from Mean Girls and things like that. But we wrote the lyrics to be about jellicle cats, of course. And uh, and actually, what I did as well was, if you think about cats, it's basically the same story as uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, how there is this sad, lonely outcast, but mm-hmm. then. The old wise leader, whether that is Santa or Old Deuteronomy, they come along and they see this this creature and decide that they are the most special one, so they become the jellical choice or the reindeer that guides <laughs> guides Santa. <laughs> so it's basically the same story. Um, so I think things like that. I mean, obviously include Mariah Carey because you have to when it's Christmas. I mean, I, you could definitely rewrite her songs to be about cats instead. That'd be quite good. I mean, all I want for Christmas is cats. <laughs> there
0: you go <laughs> it's already a hit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so mariah carey the mean girls dance i would have loved to have seen you do the mean girls dance i'm very sad about that now knowing that it existed that's we'll terrible. see
1: we'll have to incorporate that into the uh i mean i don't know if you can do a christmas dance in january february <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
0: i mean you could do it now
1: uh, know, i did not Just... actually Da-da-da-da. i don't think <laughs> It. I need to practice.
0: <laughs> okay, next time. That is yeah. what I want from you again. We'll do a Christmas special next year and I want to see the Mean Girls dance
1: for sure. Right. I'll it. it will be perfect in a year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, since you are in costume, how would you feel about giving us a little taste of the show?
1: Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. I mmm. Um, Obviously at the show, I also have projections. A lot of the things I talk about will be projected on screen, um, which I won't be able to do now, Um, but let's try a little section anyway. Um, So yeah, we've already touched a little bit about, I mean, all the fun things about cats, Um, but I think it's time to talk about something not as fun. Um, I mean, I believe we're all and Saskia, we are now jellical friends. The people are watching, I consider you to be my jellical friends as well. So I think it's time for us to delve into some jellical facts. I think it's time for us to talk about the reviews. Because we live in a weird, weird post truth time. And I mean, as you know, the right-wing media in this country, they will make us believe all kinds of ridiculous, far-fetched things such as uh, immigrants are bad or the Tory government is doing a good job. Do you you believe that the 2019 hit movie musical Cats received mainly negative reviews? Do you believe
0: that? Uh, Yes, I do
1: sheeple and that is what they want you to believe what if i told you that the 2019 hit movie musical cats is actually a very well received film what i'm going to show or tell you next are actually real quotes from real major publications about cats
0: okay
1: so let's start with the guardian the Guardian called Cats a, and I quote, film. Next, I will go to the Daily Mail. Just kidding. Fuck the Daily Mail. And <laughs> instead, we'll go to Vanity Fair. And Vanity Fair's review reads, and again, I quote, Taylor Swift. See? You can't. Ask. That. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Cats maybe wasn't as badly received as people seem to think. The, the lies.
0: <clears throat> the yeah. lies that we've all been told, honestly.
1: I mean, it's good that there are important unbiased media like Voicemag who dare speak the truth <laughs> of the world.
0: Where would the world be without us?
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember this part in the show and I honestly, my stomach was hurting, I could not stop laughing. And I brought my friend along with me as well and she loved it just as much as I did. She wanted me to sing, she kept <laughs> elbowing me. And I was like, no way,
1: <laughs> not,
0: not happening." <her> um <laughs> But Linus, serious yeah. question where can people buy tickets to the show that is going to change their view on the phenomenon that is cats? <laughs>
1: um, very good question. Um, so you can get tickets. We've got um, a link tree that, that has links to every single venue, um, as well as the crowd fund that we have to get the show on tour as well, uh, which is just Linktree forward slash Jellicle where you can find the link in our bio. So at Awkward Prods that you'll see as part of this uh, this uh, live, um, or my own Instagram as well, which is just at Linus Carp, so just my name, all one word. Um, and if you just click the link in that bio, that will take you to the tickets. Um, and yeah, we're all over the UK, twenty two venues. Um, we're in London twice, actually, nineteenth of January and eleventh of March. And it's also live streamed. So as I said, you can watch it from wherever in the world you are. You can still live a jellical life.
0: Amazing. I have another question for you as well, actually. If you could sum up your whole experience with how to live a Jellicle life in one word, that is not jellical. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be jellical. How would you describe it?
1: Oh, one word. I think just fun. 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 Because, I mean, it's been... It was the first show, full-length show, that I actually wrote and performed. Um, So it was just super exciting. And for it to to have had I mean to get such nice reactions and it's been not, it's so wonderful to to have something fun in like the last couple of years obviously so much of especially like the theater world I mean and the entire world has just been dark and miserable it's just been so fun to have something like this that's brought me so much joy at least and that people seem to have responded so well to and I've just loved doing it and going on tour which is why I wanted to do to do this tour as well because I was like I just I just want to do more of it because I'm just really <laughs> having so much fun with it.
0: And diggles595 says where are you most excited to go to perform? Which is a good question actually.
1: Oh hello diggles595. Um, <laughs> I mean that is I don't think I can choose one city I feel like but I mean I'm, there are some places that definitely stands out I mean we're starting the tour in Bristol and every time I've performed in Bristol I've had such amazing audiences and it's just been really fun and Bristol is such a wonderful city. So that's definitely one of them. Um, I mean, Manchester is a wonderful city and I know there's been quite a lot of people there very excited about seeing the show. So that's going to be really fun to bring it to. Um, Belfast is going to be great. Like I've never been there before. Um, And my partner, Joe, who's also my stage manager, he's, his mum is from Belfast. Um, She was watching earlier. I wonder if Linda is still here. Uh, Wonderful Linda. Um, So it's going to be really nice to actually go there because we've been talking about going there for a really long time and to do that with the show. Um, And hopefully there'll be a a great audience because it's going to be live streamed from there. Um, And then of course, I'm ending the show in London at Two Brewers, which is a queer club. And I just think that's a really fun way to end it. (laughs) I I think that's a queer party night. Um, So those are some of of the highlights, but hopefully there'll be, I mean, hopefully every venue will be a highlight. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm Linus. sure
0: it will, but the one the one in London, Queer Pub, Lena's cart cats, I'm there. You've yeah. sold me. Oh, <laughs> hmm. oh Lina, so well, thank you so much for joining me today again to talk to me about your gelical life and your gelical show. Um, last thing, where can people find you? Just one more time, your Instagram and Twitter
1: handles. Uh, thank you. No, thank you so much. I mean, it's so it's always so fun to talk to you. Um, I'm Linus Carp, so you can find me at Linus Carp on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And the the show with well, the production company um, is at Awkward Prods. So we're obviously the ones like that's part of this, uh, this live now. Same as well on uh, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Um, so follow us there and see this show and all our other upcoming shows we're working on at the moment as well
0: oh there's more
1: well hopefully after after Jellicle I'm gonna hopefully do some other shows as well that's in development at the moment
0: very exciting okay I want to be the first person to know maybe not the first person but I want to know about them as well (laughs) okay well thank you everybody for watching Linus good luck with the tour and I will see you in London in March
1: Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much, Saskia, and Merry Christmas.
0: Yes, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you as well.
1: Have a very jellical Christmas.
0: <laughs> you too, Liam. <Lena. laughs> Take care, everyone, and thank
1: you for watching. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Today's episode was made possible by Voice Magazine, an online platform for young people interested in art and culture. You can read Voice over at voicemag.uk and find it on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as voicemaguk. UK. The Voice contributors are also on Instagram over at voice.extra. If you are looking for another podcast to listen to, the contributors release the Voice Extra podcast every Saturday, where they talk about the pieces they've produced and the culture they've been enjoying. If you like this podcast, please consider helping us to make more with a donation of any amount at voicemag.uk forward slash donate. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the use of the track Thief in the Night. You can find more of his work in Computech.com. Tom Innes was the executive producer.